On today's episode of the Bolts Broadcast, the boys are setting records. Stay tuned. Season 4, episode 34 of the Bolts Broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Croshaw with you today. Chase, how are you on this lovely Sunday morning? I am doing pretty well. I got a little bit of mucus this morning. Allergies are really going at me. But other than that, yeah, no, I'm, I'm chilling. Slept, slept well, ready to go. How about you? Doing fantastic. I mean, we got a great slate of football games on today. I can't wait to watch 49ers, Eagles, Chiefs, Bengals. Uh, I got some money on the games, but I think we should just talk about that after our ad read. We'll thank DraftKings and let everyone know what we're betting on. But it's going to be a great day regardless. Um, Pitch Black is back, Mountain Dew Pitch Black. So I'm going to have to go out and get some. I know I already told Dylan, that uh, my roommate, that I have to go do some errands. I got to pick up... um, like some floss and just just a couple of little minor things. We don't have to go like huge grocery shopping, but while I'm out, definitely gonna go find me a pitch black. So I I had no idea they're coming back. I just walked into the gas station. I'm looking. I got. I, I was driving home from from a, a scouting trip, so I was just like, all right, you know, let's, let's look the gas station, see what there is, you know, on the road, so I can drink on the road. And I look in the freaking fridge, and I just see. Mountain Dew pitch black, and I see it has a black top. I don't drink sugar, sugar popping, what makes me kind of feel sick. So I see it has a black top, and everything that has a black top is sugar free. I would basically, I, I, I did mental backflips. I tried to do a physical backflip. I'd have a broken neck, and we wouldn't be recording today. So I just did mental backflips. I was so excited. Bought six of them. That's all I could carry. And there's, you know, I already drank two of them. The other four just sitting down in my fridge, going to indulge in them during the football games today. It's significantly better than indulging in a beer during the football games because Pitch Black is so good. I'm so excited. It's the second best Mountain Dew behind Baja Blast. Speaking of things we didn't know were coming back, Taco Bell chicken wings. Uh, oh, sound, I forgot to get those. It sounds a bit weird. I don't know if people have had them uh, that are listening, but I think it was, was it last summer or two summers ago? Taco Bell brought chicken wings to their menu. They were pretty good. I loved them. Uh, Chase never got to try them because he was out of town. And as he came back in town, they were all gone. They were all sold out. But just on Wednesday, I was randomly scrolling through my TikTok feed. And this guy had like a game day box. I'm like, what the heck? It was a Mexican pizza, uh, something else. And then chicken wings. I'm like, no shit. Taco Bell brought them back. Sure enough, just as good. Chase, I'm I'm saddened that you have not had them yet. Yeah, I kind of kind of forgot. I haven't had an opportunity. I guess I'm gonna have to go get them um, as long as they're still around or even at my locations um, one day this week. Hope, you know, hopefully one of the first couple of days this week. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. Uh, I don't know if we're just out of the loop or if marketing with Taco Bell and Mountain Dew are, are faltering a bit. But how did we not know these were back? You know, there's got to be a problem somewhere. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, especially, you know, the, the, the Taco Bell one, I, I don't see many Taco Bell commercials anymore, so maybe that's fair. But, you know, Mount, Mountain Dew, like, I you know, I, I, I see commercials for that more often. I see stuff on Twitter. I, I'm pretty sure I follow them on Twitter. And I'm I'm always in random gas stations. I'm always on the road, so I'm p- picking up something quick quick to drink or whatever. Like, how have I not seen that? It, oh, it's coming back or anything like that. Like, I, I'm, I'm just shocked. 
Regardless of all the great food and beverage items that are making their way back into the market, let's talk about some hockey. Let's do that hockey. Because today oh, yeah. on the Bolts broadcast, going to be talking about the Tampa Bay Lightning setting a new team record. Talk about Jack Edwards and more of his clown show type of stuff. Game review, game preview after the commercial break. Talk about some news from around the league. So Chase, let's start with the new record as the Tampa Bay Lightning, 12 straight home wins. Yeah, uh, not too shabby, eh? The Lightning have, have been rolling. Yeah, you know, they... They've obviously dropped, you know, a couple um, games here the last, you know, last month, two months, but they've all been on the road, really, because uh, uh, right now we're sitting at a 12-game winning streak at home. That's a new franchise record. Um, this obviously alludes to what's going to be talked about in this episode if if you missed the last couple games for whatever odd reason. But it's it's cool. I mean, we're we're doing well even if we drop those couple on the road. It's it's still good to see that. We're playing this well at home, so maybe when the playoff time comes, you know these home games will be just a breeze for us. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. And now Rudolph Balsers, we know he went down for a conditioning stint. However, he is back. Yeah, which is good to see. He's someone that can just like he can fit well in our lineup, not necessarily being like a top line guy, but just kind of do his thing in the bottom six when needed. Um, not a lot of pressure, just kind of play his game, bring a little bit of offense, do what he can offensively, just just do you know, do the best. Um, so it'll, it'll be good to get him to line up once we get off this all-star break. Yeah. Great depth addition. Absolutely. Uh, Chase. Now I'll let you take this one because anyone who's listened to the show for any sort of time knows how big of a fan you are of Jack Edwards. Um, yeah. well, he never seems to be too kind to anyone, especially our Tampa Bay lightning. Yeah. I mean, he, obviously it's a, you know, it's a conference division rival, you know, it's all, all this jazz. Um, and he's just, he's just the worst at his job. He constantly rips on players personally. Um, he says it's Cardinal when players get hurt. He you know, laughs the players getting hurt. He, he's just garbage. And I think it was last year, right? Yeah, it was last year that he basically called Pat Maroon fat and, and lazy and useless and all, all this shit. And obviously that was ridiculous. People were unhappy. Pat Maroon was unhappy. So apparently Jack Edwards wants to go try to clear the air and apologize, and it did not go very well for him as Pat Maroon didn't accept his apology. Um, they didn't re- agree, really. Um, he didn't feel that it was very like truthful from Jack Edwards, and you know, other people around the, the situation kind of agreed as well. It didn't seem like he was very remorseful for it all. So they kind of just agreed to disagree and moved on because Jack Edwards is just the absolute worst. I feel like the best part about all of it is the next time Jack Edwards has a game with the Tampa Bay Lightning, he's going to harp on that fact that Pat Maroon didn't accept the apology, and he's probably going to say some crazy stuff because he's one of those guys that won't give it up. He won't let it go. It's like I tried to make, you know, friends, or I I tried to, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. He's trying to... (laughs) Trying to make things okay, and even if he's not, you know, truthful about it all, because it didn't go his way, he's going to hold on to that and, you know, be petty about it. Yeah, 100%. That's just that's just the way he rolls. And this happened because Tampa was were facing the Bruins, and the Bruins, absolutely fantastic. They had a good, long winning streak. However, that ended when they came to Tampa as the Tampa Bay Lightning took out league leading Boston Bruins three to two. Yeah. It's obviously a tough battle when you're playing a team that's been rolling so well. Um, it's, it's not been, not, not been easy if you're, you're opposing team going against the Bruins, but 
Lightning pick up their first win in the series so far. Um, played three times so far. Bruins have two wins. Now the Lightning have one. Hoping to tie it up when we face them again in March. But it was it was a good battle. It was great to you know pick up these two points against a team that you're you're not really fighting for a playoff spot with them anymore. They're they're kind of locked in. It'd be be very shocking if whatever happened um, if they're not already locked in, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'd, it'd be be very shocking if somehow they didn't make it. So it's not like you're necessarily batting for a playoff spot, but to show that you you can battle and, and overcome a team that's playing so well, it bodes well for what's going to come the rest of the season. And, and, and holy crap, what's going to come the rest of the season and into the playoffs. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Bru- the Bruins have already set records for win percentage this deep into the season, yada, yada, yada. So a big win over the Bruins is really nice to see. And the thing that stinks is Linus Olmark, who has been fantastic this year, Yet again, had a fantastic game. We were just able to capitalize on the many, many opportunities that we had to put us over the Bruins 3-2. to two. But, I mean, what's up with this guy? This, this Linus Olmark was not seen as some great starting goaltender. We know he was in Buffalo, and uh, he, he had some down years, but then he had some solid stints in Buffalo. So when did this guy just become an absolute superstar? I don't know. I mean, like he's always been at least a solid goalie. As, as you've, you talked about, you know, like he's been been around a couple teams. He's been in the league for a while. He's always been at least solid. Had some good games. Could stretch like a lot of goalies do. But goalies are weird. Sometimes you just turn it on. I mean, you can look at Scott Darling. He played in the, as low as the Southern Professional Hockey League, which is the fourth lowest level of, of paid pro hockey in the United States, at least, if you want to consider the LNAH somewhere in that range, whatever. That's fine. But regardless... He played in a very low level, ended up making it to the NHL, got got a decent payday. Goals are just weird. They're hard to predict, hard to explain. I mean, this is obviously a video game, but in my freaking NHL video game, Craig Anderson won the Vezina at like 43 years old. You, you just you just never know with goalies. They, they can just pull pull things out of their ass out of nowhere. So that's it, kind of what's happening here. Yeah, and you said they're so unpredictable, so I want you to make a prediction. <laughs> oh, sick. <laughs> um, Linus Olmark obviously having an unreal year. Likely the Vesna can't the the Vesna winner this year. He's going to be a Vesna candidate no matter what. Yeah. What do we see from him going forward? Does he continue to solidify himself as even a, a top ten, top eight goalie for the rest of his career until you know he gets to that older thirty five, thirty six age where we see goalies start to drop off? Or do you think this is kind of one of those one year wonders? He'll go back into the solid category after this year. I mean, I, I think it's kind of a middle ground thing here. Um, I, I don't expect him to, just to be some dominant force the rest of his career because it's like so it's a little bit of something we haven't seen before with him. Like we, we've seen some flashes of, of greatness like we see from most goalies, but at this consistent of a level, it's kind of new. I would expect it comes down to earth a bit. Um, you know, he can still be a very solid goalie that you can win, win with and you can win Stanley Cups with. Like I, I think that's very possible. I don't really imagine him going from this good to just horrible next year. But it's also kind of hard to you know sustain this level of success. Absolutely. Well, Chase, let's move on to our game against the LA Kings. This was yet again another win for the Tampa Bay Lightning, and this was the game that solidified twelve straight home wins. A big game from Nick Perbix, the young man. Yeah, not, not too shabby, eh? Um, he's really just looking better and better as games go along. Um, you know, I, I kind of didn't expect him to be having as big as an impact as he is this year, but you know, he, he is playing really well. Three assists in this game. Um, and it's a five, two win against a, a pretty much inferior opponent. It's not, um, not like they're bad by any means, but 
really the Lightning and the Kings, they don't really compare. I mean, we're, we're the better roster from top to bottom. And that finishes our series with them on the air. Uh, we split one and one. The Kings got, got the win earlier in the year. Uh, we got this one here. So it's, you know, it, it was a solid effort. It was great to kind of get that 12 game uh, whole winning streak here. Hopefully we can kind of keep it rolling. Maybe we can, we can get a couple more. We got the all-star break coming up so that'll let guys, you know, get healthy, rest up, and maybe continue the momentum from this game. Yeah, and you're spot on. Looking up and down the roster of the LA Canes, seems very much like this is a team that is performing above the level expected. Currently 28-18-6. Pretty darn good record, but when you look up and down the roster, I, I feel like there's teams that are out there that similar record, much more talent. Yeah, 100%. All right. Well, we are going to go to our quick commercial break. But after the commercial break, we're going to be talking about news from around the league. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. I'm going for the same-game parlay of ball so hard. LaMelo Ball, 20-plus points, 6-plus rebounds, 7-plus assists, 4-plus made threes in today's game against the Miami Heat. Download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet just $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio? See show notes for details. This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time, pretty unrealistic. I've actually found that the smallest changes to your routine can make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be part of a big change if it's something you use every day. Like my Raycons. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. I'm trying to be healthier with a daily walk during my lunch break. The best part about it? Using my Raycon earbuds so I can get away from the work scene and just hop into my workout. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low-latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycon's got you covered. And yep, Raycons start at half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each or a pair and a spare and still pay less than what you would with some of the other guys. Even if you know you'll love Raycon as much as I do, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now, pay later options. Every purchase has an easy and free return guaranteed. My favorite part about Raycons are the noise isolation, awareness modes, and their crystal clear call quality. Ready to buy something small with a big impact? Go to buyraycon.com THPN today 
to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Shout out to our friends over at Raycon and DraftKings. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. Chase, I want to hop back into our conversation. We're talking about the NFL and how we had got some big conference championships on the line. We've made a couple of bets. Well, at least I have. I'm sure you have as well. No way. Not chance. What are you thinking happening happens in these games today? What uh, what do you have your money riding on? Well, would you like me to go over everything? Because it's, it's a lot of just smaller bets placed on things. Uh, I have a couple bigger ones, but it's mostly just smaller. Um, uh, the, the ones that have bigger bets, like bigger money on the line, um, I've got San Francisco and Cincinnati, both money line, 50 bucks on that one. So I'm, that's the one I'm rooting for the most out of anything. Um, the rest I've got, you know, some first touchdown scores. Um, I have two different first touchdown score parlays. Hopefully one of them hit, um, you know, some more it's Brock Purdy. Um, you know, passing touchdowns, passing yards, um, you know, Devonta Smith receiving yards. I've got a, a one from the Bengals game where there's like seven, eight different things need to happen in the one game parlay. So I, I got a lot on the line here. So I've only done one parlay. <laughs> yeah, fair. Not, not as much as you, but I also have Bengals 49ers as the money line. And then I've got Cincinnati and Kansas City taking the over 47 and then 49ers Eagles under 45 and a half. So, uh, well, I really hope the over hits there. So sorry. Uh, that's too bad. We're taking the under baby. We're taking <laughs> well, the under. Yeah. No, I'm looking for that over baby. What, how much was, how much is on the line for your over? Um, it's, it's nothing crazy. The, the spread, the spread's more important. I've got the spread in, in a lot more the over. I only have in like one or two. Okay. Because my one parlay here, put 10 bucks on it. I could win 160. So let's just, Pull for mine. Okay. Well, okay. well, uh, if if we're pulling for yours, then you got to send me at least an eighth of it. No, because it's nothing. You have fifty bucks on the same thing, basically, except not <laughs> yeah. the over under. So just be happy with that bet hitting. Nah, nah, <laughs> that's okay. All right. Well, news around the league. Let's start with the emergency backup goalie over in Edmonton. Yeah, kind of kind of cool situation. I always love seeing these. It hap- It seems like it's happening once, sometimes twice a year now. It's happening a lot more often, and I think it's semi by design because it gets good publicity to these teams. But we saw in the Oilers game, I believe it was last night, um, as of us recording, they went up big against the Maple Leafs with like two minutes left in the game. Emergency back goalie Matt Berlin, um, who was backing up because Stuart Skinner had a last minute illness. Got to go in, play a couple minutes, play in the NHL, uh, made all the saves. I don't know how many shots he faced, to be honest, but... He did didn't make all the saves, didn't let anything in, got to live out his kind of dream. Um, you know, and it's not like he's one of these older, um, you know, emergency backup guys that just, you know, like David Ayers, 38 years old, um, just a, like a goalie or a Zamboni driver, excuse me. Um, so the, the Matt Berlin is the player's name. Um, he was actually a, a decent player. He played some games in the WHL, played in the AJ, um, playing Canadian college hockey. So like he's he's actually got some some decent level experience. So when he went in there, it wasn't like it was just a complete charity case. It, uh, it kind of was obviously like it's, it's an opportunity he wouldn't have normally, but at least he kind of had, you know, some talent at some point as he was a seventh round draft pick in the WHL. Yeah. And what a whirlwind for this kid, because third season at the university of Alberta, 
and just day of, he gets that tryout contract on an emergency basis, and then sure enough, ends up playing in the game. So just a 12-hour span, this guy went through so many different emotions, had to get ready just in case he needed to play. Then he eventually did play. He helped the Edmonton Oilers to a win. So just craziness all around, and dreams come true for that young man for sure. Oh, 100%. It's super cool. All right, let's not talk about Andre Kuzmenko. This is a first-year player out of Russia over with Vancouver. Uh, the guy's been playing really well. Uh, I don't know if he can continue to keep up his goal production uh, as the years continue because he's got an insane uh, goal percentage based off shots. But regardless, he gets an extension over in Vancouver. Yeah, he's shooting at like twenty three percent, so it's it's bound to go down. Um, those numbers aren't very sustainable. It's kind of like William Carlson. I think it was his first year in Vegas. He was shooting like twenty two percent on the year, and that number's obviously gone down. But Kuzmenko is playing very strong. A couple points under a point per game. Uh, gets that two year extension, eleven million total, so five and a half average, and he's proven he's worth it. I mean, he he looks like he belongs. He's obviously scoring at a high rate. Um, it's it's going to drop down a little bit, but even if he's like a, you know, if, if he can remain like a 60 point guy right now, he's on pace for 72. If he can remain a 60 point guy over those years, then it, it's very worth the money. And I saw a lot of criticism actually on this contract, not because of the price range, not because of the tenure, but because Vancouver is kind of going through what most people say is somewhat of a retool. And why are you keeping a player who is currently shooting 23%, like you said, Chase, versus selling him at his peak value right now so that you can continue to help your retool? What are your thoughts on those comments? It's a fair question, fair criticism. Um, there's really not, not a right or wrong way because he's not someone who's like they locked onto a long-term deal. So really there's a chance that he could be traded this year. Still, it's, I think it's an outside chance, but it's not impossible. And if they're going to continue that rebuild retool, then I would say he's probably safely traded next year as well too. So yeah, you know, it seems weird that you don't try to maximize his value now, but at the same time, if you could trade him away when he has two years or a year still remaining on his deal on top of what he's already been doing, then it's a lot more tempting for a team. Yeah, and I think that the guy's only 26, right? Yep, turned 27 in like a few days. So he's still a young enough player to be around once Vancouver completes their rebuild retool because if he was, say, 30, having an anomaly year, absolutely, I'd be all for selling him um, to you know the highest bidder at the trade deadline. But as of right now, I think the Vancouver Canucks, they – found this kid he's come in and been one of the only saving graces for this team I think there's a good reason why they want to keep him around I mean he'll be able to stay with the team for multiple years if he continues to play well and you know they re-up another contract for him after the the two years following this so I think that it would be a different scenario if he was a bit older but because he's in that right age group I think Vancouver is just fine keeping him yeah, I'm pretty much with you. All right, let's now talk about Owen Beck making his NHL debut with the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah, uh, kind of cool here. So there's been quite a few rookies that have gone through the Montreal Canadiens system this year. Um, and then from this most recent draft class, a few guys that played NHL games, not a ton. Um, I think the number is three or four. Owen Beck makes that number five now, as he was a second-round pick in this last draft, called up on an emergency basis. Got to play his first NHL game um, last night. No points, but 
he did get to get in the game, you know, still only 18 years old, turning 19, also in a couple of days, um, the day before that uh, Kuzmenko turns 27. But nonetheless, still a super cool um, just kind of story because you don't really see a ton of these situations. Um, you know, one that stuck out was years ago when Sven Birchie got called up, played for the Calgary Flames, had three goals in five games. That was that was a super cool one. Um, I, I don't think we should necessarily expect that from Owen Beck. But he is a very talented player. He's someone that's going to be an NHLer, um, you know, down the road. And he's going to spend the rest of the season in the OHL, really continue to develop his skills. And even if it was just kind of a, a flash-in-the-pan one-game type thing, the fact that he is getting those looks already, you know, maybe he is closer to playing in the NHL than he is further. Really cool story. And we've known this Montreal Canadiens team has had a lot of youth or, or currently does have a lot of youth. But it's being put on full display a little bit earlier than I think all of us thought, which is a cool thing to think about, but also could be tough for Montreal if they think they're going to be competing, you know, with these young guys that have not had that development quite as quickly. Yeah, hundred percent. All right. Sorry, well, it was in the middle of a drink, so I couldn't give very strong analysis. <laughs> what was it? Pitch black. No, it's not actually. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm saving it for the games. It's a, it's the white monster one that has it's the zero sugar monster. It's so good. I feel like everyone talks about the white monster. It's it's the best tasting one, dude. And as I said, zero sugar, so it's completely healthy. The caffeine definitely isn't a concern. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, well, I, Chase, before we move on, yeah. While we're talking okay. drinks, I'll just quickly, uh, you know the sparkling ices. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're trying to get rid of pop over here, so we've been rocking those instead of like a diet pop. And I decided that. Uh, mixing that with a little white rum was going to be my drink of choice over the weekend, and it worked fantastically. Yeah, you're telling me about it, and it does sound pretty good. Like I'm not a huge white rum guy overall, but it's not like it's horrible, and I do like rum, so I, I'm definitely interested to try it out because it, it does sound quite yummy. So I don't know what I'm going to, but in the near future, I'm definitely have to give it a whirl. It was pretty good, and I gotta say, I. I was not measuring my pours, so maybe they're a little bit more, maybe a little bit less. Who knows? But three drinks, I was feeling fantastic, and I was only intaking like 150 cals. So that's that's, huge. that's better than a truly. That's better than you know all that. So oh yeah, hundred percent. All right, well that's gonna do it. We're gonna go to a hockey name of the day to end it off. We've got ooh, Yager Gugielka. Yeah, so I, I want to pull it up to make sure that I, I got it 100% right because I, I had to like re- go over this a couple times myself and and still got it a little bit wrong. So it's it's Jager, not not Jager, unfortunately. Um, Gugelka. So Jager Gugelka. You don't yes, even sir. pronounce the Y? No. Man, they really butchered this pronunciation. Yeah, so really got you on that one, eh? Well, it's not even that. It's just the parents, like, you've got such a sick-looking name. How are you going to butcher your own son's pronunciation? Okay, well, anyway, uh, our boy Jager, he is a 16-year-old defenseman. Just recently signed a deal with the WHL um, for the Edmonton Oil Kings. He was a 10th-round pick for him in the last WHL draft, and he's really stepped up his game. 31 points in 30 games playing U18, or Triple A, excuse me, as a defenseman. Six foot, 185, 2007 birth year. So he still has two years before he's even draft eligible. Gets a contract. He's kind of already proving he's worth more than that 10th round selection. So it'd be cool if he can kind of, you know, continue riding this and turn into a, a pretty good WHLer and even down the road an NHLer. 
because uh, that's definitely going to be a fun name to root for. Yeah, hoping for continued success for our boy Jager. But, uh, yeah, I think this is the first time in a, in a long while where I did not get neither the first or the last name. Usually I get one of them. This, this time, not the case. Yeah, it's just because you're not very good. <sighs> sure. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the show. I want to thank you so much for coming out and giving it a listen. Chase, if you would, hit him with an outro. Yep. As always, we'd like to thank you for listening. As Mike just said, I would like to echo that same sentiment. So if you want to follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast, it's at Bolts Broadcast. So you can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. And while we're at it, you can follow us at WNP on tw- Twitter at WNP SportsPod. That's WNP SportsPod. You can make sure to go to HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You can find all the podcasts network right there. Boom. Click the logo. That's an easy peasy lemon squeezy. Wherever you're listening, write us five stars, send your questions, comments, concerns, whatever you do. Don't forget to use code THPN at DraftKings. And do not forget to check out Raycon, baby. Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll talk to you next time.